everyone and welcome to the special episode of the Together Marketing Podcast. Today is International Women's Day and the theme is all around balance for better. I'm your host, Alex Weber, Marketing Manager at Together, and joining me today is Kirsty Gilchrist, our Managing Director. Hello. Liz Rafferty, our Client Operations Director. Hello. And Gemma Smith, our Account Manager in Partner Marketing. Hello. So, I'm going to start the conversation off today by throwing out an interesting statistic. Across the world, less than 20% of the workforce in technology are women. And that statistic in the UK is that less than 17% of the technology workforce are women. So as women in technology, what is it that we find so interesting and fascinating about the sector? I think that one of the things that's so exciting about being a woman in technology is the fact that technology, more so than ever, is life. It's everything. It's everything that we do, everything that we touch, everything that... it's Most of our innovation is technology nowadays. So we are looking at how we can progress the world and make things better with technology. And if we think about the fact that the, if you were looking at a statistic where the majority of people working in that industry are men, and honestly, most of them are also white men, if they're the ones who have all the power and they're the ones who are creating the technology, well, if you've got privilege creating and innovating for privilege, there's a risk that that's going to just open that divide even more and that it's going to mean that it's making it even harder for other people um, to be able to bring themselves on. So being women in technology and being the people who are pioneering and championing change and helping to design things for other people, what could be more exciting than that is bringing all of this into the, the, new, the, the new era, really. And I, following on from that, actually, I would also say that I think that technology has changed massively over the, over the years. So I think it's much easier for anybody to get into technology than it used to be, partly because it is everywhere, as Gemma said. Mm. I think it's what people think about technology, though. Like, I think for us, you know, when I originally started, which is probably 20 years ago, technology was very different. You know, it wasn't as exciting. Technology was seen as dull. Um, you know, the typical technologies isn't the innovation that Gemma's talking about today. So... I therefore don't think it was as exciting for people to get involved in. I think, however, the difference now, as I said, is the perception of technology. So when you say to people, I work in tech, a lot of people still think of technology being you know, servers and data rooms yeah. and that business type technology that people don't find exciting and innovating. But actually, the truth is, Gemma's right, technology is everywhere. And that's the bit that people miss. So when I talk to people about being in tech, I'm not talking about the complexity of infrastructure technologies necessarily I'm thinking about the technology now that is absolutely everywhere and Gemma's right how can people not be excited you know you get in your car now your car is absolutely driven by technology the software in your car everywhere you go everything you see our entire lives now are touched by technology and I think sadly people just don't see that Absolutely. And I think one of the things that's interesting around that point, as well of it being everywhere, is that that's only becoming more prevalent. So, for example, you know, in my house, for example, we have um, Philips Hue lights. So, you know, that is just it's it's super convenient. It sets an excellent atmosphere. You know, it's a really nice thing to have. And that is just probably not the first thing, as you say, that's for of mind when people think of technology. And yet it's just going to continue making our lives easier, more convenient and better. And it's definitely opening it up to people who a lot of people wouldn't think of themselves as techie people. And yet there they are on their smartphones all day, every day, doing exactly exactly that, you know, reacting to and, and getting all their information from and living their lives driven in a, by technology. And that's a perception thing again, isn't it? I think people still think of a tech geek yeah. and they think of it being somebody who is a, you know, probably a developer, and there's a stigma probably that people have a view of that. 
Um, and that's not great. And I still would refer to people being tech geeks. And yet, actually, I'm a tech geek. You know, we live and breathe it. Our entire business is developed around that. You know, Liz and I have spent our entire lives working in tech. You know, so we have to be driven by it. But we've got to remove that perception. And I think especially for the next generation, because, you know, in my experience and having children, the view of tech is still something that is definitely orientated towards boys. Mm -hmm. You know, coding clubs, all of the things that are now available are definitely still driven towards boys rather than girls. You know, there's not that encouragement to make people get excited because of, in my opinion, that stigma that still lies behind. If you're excited by technology, you must be some form of geek and that geek isn't necessarily have a good stigma around it, which isn't entirely wrong. And do you think the industry is doing enough to change this barrier to entry or this perception of barrier to entry for women and for all kinds of diversity? So I so I think naturally it's going to change. You know, if you look at, and I'm going to refer to children again here, but if you look at the education systems, you know, my kids now are heavily taught all based on technology. You know, they have iPads at school. You know, my son's got a laptop that's provided by the school you know, they do an awful lot around technology. Maybe not the business type technology that we're referring to, but there is no doubt that technology now is just absolutely a massive part of their natural lives. Again, I'm not sure they probably realise it as much because it's just provided to them. But, you know, even my daughter is taught on computers. There is a computer in every single room. They have subjects where they're taught on computers. Yeah. You know, so they haven't quite got to the coding stage, which I want them to get to, but their natural ability to pick up any device, understand how technology works, understand how they can collaborate. You know, she's seven and she FaceTimes her friends. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a natural way of which they're, they're going towards. So I think as long as more is encouraged to, to realise that actually the ability of technology and encourage people to, to take it forward as careers and not just as developers, but actually that there is a world that's fascinating of technology beyond that, then actually, yeah, I, I do think it's absolutely going to change. I, oh, sorry. <laughs> one of the other things that I keep sort of hearing and even someone here mentioned it to me the other day is that one of the potential barriers as well is and it starts from a really young age is that in general because and this is this is across industry but it really resonates in tech is the fact that girls are feel that they have to be perfect in order to be successful because I think we're competing with the status quo already that means that to stand out you feel that you need to be perfect and in tech perfect isn't really the answer the answer is is brave that's what you need to be to be able to kind of constantly be pushing boundaries and constantly trying to come up with something that's new and fresh and exciting and sometimes there will be failure involved in that in that testing and learning and one of the things we always talk about with our well you know I know a lot of people do with their clients is let's test and learn let's try something new let's see how it goes let's get the data let's see what's worked well what hasn't and then we can adapt and and develop on that but that means that you can't go into it with the attitude of being perfect from the outset every single time and I think you know that's something that's cultural and is definitely shifting and that we are definitely as, as we become more of a technology nation like you know that if you if you print something and then it's got a mistake in it, well, that's there. There's nothing you can do with tech. I know not that you've made a mistake, but that it, you necessarily haven't 100 percent honed exactly what the outcome was you wanted. There's that ability to continually innovate, adapt, and and re readdress it and change to get to where you need to be. And I think I think brave is a really good word. So I think that um, 
And I think about when we're interviewing people, you know, and I think a lot of companies interview people, because tech is in everybody's lives, it's not a big deal anymore. It used to be you have to have tech experience in order to be able to work here. Mm. You don't anymore because most people will say, yeah, I've got tech all around me, so I'm not phased by it. It's something I'm very happy to learn and get involved with. So they're all generally prepared to say, I've not actually worked in tech, but I do this in tech. I've got Alexa at home. Mm. I do this. I'm in a world of tech. So I I think it has changed. I mean, I didn't come from a technology background when I joined Mm. together. And it's so amazing how easily you pick it up when you're here because everyone is so passionate Mm. about it. You're so intrigued because you then realise how everything you're doing every day is actually impacting it. I mean, I, yeah, I didn't have a tech background when I started in tech many, many years ago. Well, you do when you but first start, I guess. you don't when you start, right. so yeah. everybody's got to learn it from somewhere. So. It definitely is that, but I definitely think there was a, you know, even for us 10 years ago, 14 years ago, the type of technology we were doing was difficult. So people yeah. would, yeah. you know, when you were interviewing people, there was almost a fear in their eyes of, you know, oh my God, am I going to get this? What's yeah. the learning curve? And, and for us too, but I think this is right, which is now actually because you know people might not realize it or they do realize it but when you start saying to them well what's your interest in tech actually mm-hmm. they'll start reeling off a load of things they do do in tech that might not be what we would have classified as that you know yeah. but now difficult it, legacy now it tech is, so yeah it's because it's so, so much yeah. more accessible isn't it because yeah. yeah. that's the yeah. that's the intention isn't it really that's what we're moving towards is make it easy so that you know whilst there's always still going to be the the real experts in the background making these things from scratch, they're making it so that then, for example, with things like, you know, different things like Squarespace or whatever, like they're making it so that people can just drag and drop afterwards. Yeah. And they just make it so that it is, it's not going to be the same as the, you know, the things that are brand new, mm. but they're making it so that people with very little experience yeah. can do stuff because it's also, it's so intuitive. That's the thing. They're making everything intuitive. So you don't have to know, you don't have to be able to go into the code and inspect it. You can just do things where you... Yeah, I think around. you have to be interested in it. I think that's the number one thing. If you're not interested, then you yeah. don't want to work in it. But as long as you're interested, then that. If somebody asks you, point. if somebody asks you what you do, what do you say to them? Somebody says, "What's your job?" I say I work for a technology marketing agency. So you say tech. Yeah, yeah say I, tech. Say, I always I say, say, say tech, tech as well. Tech. And what's the reaction when you say? From, tech. from my B2C friends, because I came from FNCG B2C background, they're all like, oh, really? Like, I still do get a bit of a barrier of, oh, uh, what's technology like? You know, is that even exciting to market? And it's like, yes, because you're not understanding what it is we do to bring that to life and the conversations we have around campaigns and the way you have to look at it is so different. You can't look at it the same way you do a product if you're going out to the B2C market. You know, it's not like a grenade bar or something where <laughs> these are the ingredients, these are the clear benefits. You can't tell that story in the tech world to somebody because they will just be completely unengaged. You have to look at it a completely different way. So when someone that you, used to, that you say to, like a marketer, oh, well, you know, tech's quite boring, you're like, actually, you're missing the point. It's the yeah. most exciting thing because it's not so obvious. And if you tell them about the kind of clients and what they yeah. do and their kinds of technologies that touch everybody, then that's, that's different again as well. Because so. that's my experience. If I tip, And I always say to people I work in tech, and people typically go, ooh, and, and, and it almost changes their... You know, if I say I work, you know, I've run a marketing agency, they go, well, that's exciting. If I say I work in tech, they go, ooh. And, that, and that's really sad, but yeah. it's because their, their view of tech is just yeah. so different to... Yeah. And it's usually I have to flip onto the consumer side and, and mention the client names that I know that they'll recognise, and then yeah. they get a little bit more, yeah. oh, okay, that makes sense. And it's like, but you're missing all these other companies who actually technology is... You know, incredible, but companies you, just... you may never have even heard of. Yeah, yeah. So they're yeah. in the background yeah. Yeah. making all these yeah. things happen. Yeah. yeah, but that instant view is always, oh, okay, yeah. yeah, just and that baffles me. Mm. And it's a bit of, I think it's a shame, like you said, it's quite a sad industry in that way. 
but hopefully the more that we do say this out loud and the more that people realise, it's only going to be a good thing. All of us now are kind of on that verge of tech is only, it's the biggest growing industry across the planet, yeah. technology. And if we're here at that forefront, riding that wave already, it's only going to be great for us, you know, in 10, 15 years time, when everybody suddenly realises the value of all technology and they really want to get involved in pretty much every job you work on, every client you work on, you can't do it without considering yeah. The technology behind it and wouldn't that be an amazing place to get to though if you said okay give us another five ten years and when you sit down at a dinner table and somebody says i work in tech then actually the next 15 minutes is a conversation about you know how much is being enabled now how amazing yeah, it is what yeah. other options there are and actually everybody around the table gets super excited about yeah. what the next innovation is going to be rather than that kind of almost conversation, <laughs> conversation <laughs> stopper of okay great let's move on to something yeah. else i think it can only go that way though surely it has to yeah that's it's, that's exactly what you're seeing it you know when you're looking at in, even nowadays where you've got your fridge that can tell you when your yeah. milk's going out of date and <laughs> all that kind of thing you know every, everything is gonna not everything but a lot of things are gonna have a tech element to them and I think yeah as you say it's just going to inspire conversation it's going to inspire an excitement in the people you're speaking to and um, going right back to the beginning of what you were saying Percy about you know your kids now like this is everything to yeah. them you know they're being brought up but technology almost isn't even a thing to them anymore they just live it and breathe it so in 10-15 years time you will be sat around the dinner table with your children and that conversation will just be happening we won't we might look back at this podcast and go bloody hell do you remember the time that we were <laughs> looking forward to these conversations <laughs> it's just natural but I think that's one of the differences is the curiosity of children so my children will sit around a dinner table and it's that constant question of how does that work like that and why does that work like that that actually I don't think a lot of people of I'm going to say our generation but we're all very different ages around <laughs> the table but um you know, they, they want to understand. So when they suddenly have got, you know, a new Xbox and we're connected in a different way or, you know, they walk in the house, they've got a new device and or, or anything around technology, they will constantly be asking, how does it work? How does that work like that? You, you know, mm. So their curiosity means that they're constantly challenging and they want to unearth actually how everything is being enabled. Actually, I think a lot of people don't ask those questions. Mm. There's an automatic assumption now that, well, that just works that way. And they're not curious enough to mm. understand actually how technology is enabling that. And I think that could be the biggest change because yeah. if you're constantly asking those questions, which is what we have to do as an agency, yeah. to understand the technologies we're working with, we're constantly, constantly, constantly curious and asking more and more questions, which is you know how we really unearth you know the proposition that we're going to go to market with. You know, I think you could take a lot from those children around the dinner table. So I think, sadly, for me, you'd probably sit around a dinner table with you know, that generation of kids, and that's exactly the conversation that they'll be having. The question is, can we convert that conversation to the people of, of us right now and the women yeah. like us who are working and, and we really want to encourage to come and work in our field? You know, that would be a, an amazing change. Yeah. Do you think that ensuring that you do have a balanced workforce enables further innovation, further progression? Because if it did come from, say, the status quo of a white male working in technology, that we would end up where we are already. We wouldn't be able to push further. We wouldn't be able to innovate. I don't think it matters whether they're male or female or young or old or whoever they are. It's the <laughs> right people within the business. So, again, back to that recruiting thing, it's recruiting those people who are really interested and passionate and want to get involved and learn. It doesn't matter. And that itself are. brings diversity. Mm. You know, if you, if you have that viewpoint, actually, and, you're, and, and you are open to actually just finding talent, and talent comes from anywhere, then... Definitely that that diversity when you're, you know, creating, when you're coming up with ideas, again, when you're looking at, you know, anything digital, actually that diversity of people's opinions, their views, their backgrounds, you know, does give a very 
a much more balanced um, opinion on anything that we're delivering and the business itself. And I guess the markets are obviously also becoming so much more diverse. If technology is touching everyone, as B2B marketers, we have to have a balanced and diverse view on our campaigns because we're talking to a balanced and diverse audience now. Absolutely. I think I think that's absolutely crucial because creativity is diversity. And, and I think that one of the points that Kirsty touched on as well is that diversity doesn't just come down to those traditional factors that we look at. Diversity is your experience, your life experience and everything that you've that you've seen and that's touched you. And if you work in an echo chamber where everyone is sitting there coming from the exact same place with the exact same viewpoint, that's exactly right. That's not going to be an environment that fosters the most creative output and um, be that, you know, creativity in in the marketing output or creativity in the technology solutions and um, I think that there's also two kind of prongs to to what you're saying in terms of the fact that there's the the idea that we are talking to a diverse audience and you can't have um, a homogenous group trying to talk to a broader audience but equally the fact that as you started the podcast saying that isn't 100% the case right now so we are at the moment pioneering that and again what could be more exciting than that you know being being kind of the you know being in a situation where we are probably disproportionately reflecting a diverse and and balanced um workforce that's able to produce things that talk to people and we're not just talking to the people who are there right now we're talking to the people of tomorrow and those are the people that we need to be engaging with and those are the people we need to be relating to and I think by by having people who can look at things from all those different angles we're a best place to be able to do that. I, I do think the market we work in is, is is it's quite sad so from our perspective we're, we're probably more females than we are male. Well yeah we're 51% Female to male balance. Yeah, so. which is so different. If you, you know, a lot, a lot of our clients, I think there's probably more of a mix um, within marketing of females to mm-hmm. male because females tend to probably orientate towards marketing than necessarily the technology, but therefore they might end up in marketing technology roles. But you know, if you go to a lot of the events that that we go to, if you go to a lot of the seminars that our clients do, the majority of them are very, very, very male orientated, mm-hmm. and that is quite sad that. You know, there isn't that diversity. And I think some of those, you know, the bigger technology companies are the ones that really need to inspire and have programs where they're bringing women into those programs. Because, you know, people talk a lot about board level, but actually at board level there, there seems to be a growing women in that market. But actually it's more the kind of middle management and below where I think we're really missing women being influenced to join those larger corporations. And is there any bit of advice that you would give any B2B marketers who are listening to this of either gender to help introduce them to this possible, to enable them to push further boundaries and not have to have the kind of um, cloud hanging over their heads that they must be perfect and to kind of inspire these brave women to go, do you know what, no, I am going to break into this industry and I am going to progress. Is there any bits of advice coming from a culture where we do have more women than men to say, look, these are the steps you need to take or these are the types of things you need to say in order to attract this talent and retain it? I think I, I don't know if I would necessarily blame the companies. I do think that it's just not something necessarily that a women are seeing as a an interesting field to get into. And I think, as I said before, that's probably driven quite a bit from the you know male orientated education systems that would push people more into men more into technology maybe than than women. Um, I'm not sure that the companies themselves necessarily you know are making the decision when they're in a room to pick a man over a woman. I just don't think there's enough women on the table coming forward wanting to get involved in technology. So actually, I think everybody that is in technology, like we're doing right now, needs to put a massive push on actually just educating and 
making women more keen about coming into the world that we're in because I just don't think pub- people publicise enough just actually what an amazing environment it is to be part of. So where that change comes from, how people start to make people get more excited about it, I don't honestly know. But I think, you know, at some point that change needs to come where actually more women just have the desire to want to work in technology and therefore that will change itself. And days like today, you know, celebrating International Women's Day and celebrating Balance of Better, the more people that have conversations like these, the more people that get it out there that actually, you know, this is really exciting and you can make the difference. You don't have to wait for a company to do that for you. It's only a positive thing. Absolutely. And I think, you know, that's exactly it. It's having these kinds of conversations. It's, it's having role models as well, seeing people who look like you and are like you in the positions that you might want to be in what could be more inspiring than that you know and I think as that changes and as you say you know when there are people at board level um doing exactly that then it just means that there's there's a sort of shape for people to see for themselves there and you know and I know that there are things that are happening you know there are initiatives and there are different um you know different areas which are starting to promote it much more you know in youth in children with different hackathons that are more tailored towards girls and you know just not that the actual events tailored to them just tailored towards getting them involved in the event itself and all that kind of thing is is really fantastic but I do think that just having these conversations just seeing it just being present just being outspoken and letting people know that we're here we're doing it and we're loving it I think you know that brings that brings a lot just in and of itself just giving people that visibility of, of what what's possible and maybe that's what more women need to do there in tech you know maybe we're not loud enough and we don't shout about it enough and you know maybe that's what we need to do far more of is make sure that there are women who are out talking about this market and why it's so exciting and you know we, we should take that on board ourselves and do more for it yeah absolutely Brilliant. Well, I think that's a really nice place to end. So thank you guys so, so much. I hope everybody out there is celebrating International Women's Day. I think it just goes to show that balance really is for better in all areas. And if you want to push innovation, creativity and bravery, you can start straight away just by yourself. You know, you don't have to wait for anyone else to go out there and do it for you. As a woman, please go do it. We absolutely love this industry. So if you want to carry on the conversation, please feel free to get in touch.